Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Okay, this is an international story that's developing here. And it involves this country, it involves Germany, and it involves Russia, and it involves a gas turbine. And uh, the story is going to become much bigger. It's just taking form now. We're joined by the president of the Ukrainian-Canadian Congress, Alexandra Khachi. Ms. Khachi, thank you very much uh, for coming on the program. In your words, please explain the situation that involves Germany, Canada, Russia, and um, the gas turbine and your, your uh, Ukrainian-Canadian Congress message to the prime minister of this country. Uh, thank you very much, Roy. Uh, so the Ukrainian-Canadian Congress has been increasingly concerned about reports that the government of Canada is considering waiving sanctions against Gazprom, the Russian energy company, and Nord Stream 1, uh, the gas transit line that it owns. Uh, there is uh, currently in Canada a turbine manufactured by Siemens, uh, which is here for service. And of course, once Gazprom was sanctioned, uh, that turbine itself is sanctioned. The Germans have appealed to Canada to waive the sanctions on that gas turbine in order to return it to Russia. Russia has been blackmailing, in effect, Germany uh, by threatening to cut off gas supplies. At first, uh, they suggested that there were technical reasons that the gas line couldn't maintain proper flow without that turbine, but it is now common ground that this is a deliberate ploy by Russia to really exploit the weak link in the Western coalition because of Germany's uh, excessive reliance on Russian gas. So the, the concern for the Ukrainian-Canadian Congress, and for me as a Canadian, is that our government is considering waiving the very sanctions that were imposed to hobble the Russian war machine uh, by releasing this turbine which uh, just allows uh, the Russian gas to keep flowing and flowing. So the understanding as well, at least the rumor is, that I've been reading and hearing, is that Mr. Trudeau has, and it's a rumor at this point, that Mr. Trudeau has in fact made up his mind and he will release this gas turbine from, uh, from sanctions, from sanction control. Is that what you're hearing as well? Uh, well, that's what we're hearing from media reports, uh, of course, from uh, unidentified sources. But that's why we want to be out ahead of the story. And thank you for, for hosting us, Roy, uh, in order to make Canadians aware that this is what the government is planning. And we are fairly certain that the Canadian public will be outraged by this decision, should it be taken. When we watch and when we see what the Russians are doing in Ukraine, the war crimes that are being committed on a daily basis, there's no excuse, there's no rational, acceptable reason for the release of this turbine to, uh, and if, if the story is it's being released to Germany, in fact, it's being released to Russia, and it doesn't take um, the... Uh, the rocket scientist we talk about all the time. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand what Mr. Putin's doing. He's trying to find a weak link in the sanctions, exploit that weak link, maybe with cooperation from, these are my words, cooperation from Germany, 
um, which has a significant dependence on Russia. And once he finds a weak link, the next dominoes may not be so difficult to, to drop. So this is critically important, isn't it? It is. And this is the, the slippery slope that we all worry about. And this is not the first time that Russia has uh, tested Western resolve since the uh, invasion began in February. In April, uh, Russia demanded that EU countries that were buying gas from Russia pay in Russian rubles. And this was uh, considered uh, by uh, by many countries in the EU, EU to be a violation of the very sanctions that we're talking about. And of course, brave countries like Poland, Bulgaria, and Finland refused to do so. Their gas supply was cut off, and they took it on the nose, and they sought other alternatives. Unlike Germany, which is uh, responding to the pressure of big business in Germany, uh, to resume uh, the relationship with Russia. And, of course, that has been a policy that Germany has been pursuing for five decades. But the irony is that I believe there are alternatives, aside from other countries that should band together to support Germany now in its hour of need. This whole ploy may be unsuccessful or unnecessary, it's our information, and uh, I would ask the Canadian government for their response on this, is that in the coming weeks, and certainly before the winter, Russian storage facilities will be full to the maximum. At that point, the Russians will have four options. They can burn the surplus, they can drink it, they can stop production, and of course that would require months and months of preparation to restart it, or they can resume the gas flow and sell the gas to the EU, as has they have been doing for the last couple of years. And so this whole uh, waiver of sanctions may be completely unnecessary and will send the wrong message to, to Russia. I can just hear Lavrov chuckling in Moscow now. Yeah, there's no way the words sanctions and waivers should appear in the same sentence when it comes to Russia and what it's doing in Ukraine. Remind us, please, what the people of Ukraine are experiencing. What, the, what are they going through today, right now? Well, I think, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, media keeps us all painfully aware of what is happening in Ukraine. I just returned from there uh, a few weeks ago. I visited Bucha and Irpin, which were the scenes of the most horrific war crimes that Europe has experienced since World War II. The, uh, the rape, the pillaging, the plundering, the indiscriminate bombing, deliberate bombing of infrastructure, schools, hospitals, uh, the devastation in eastern Ukraine is just horrific. And we, we hear reports of continued bombing and uh, while we hear that Western weaponry is starting to arrive in Ukraine, Ukraine's uh, armed forces are losing one to 200 soldiers daily, and civilian lives are being sacrificed every day, including almost 400 children. It's a horrible, horrible reality. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.